Hello, foodies, and welcome back to Foot in Review, your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team goodness. Currently, though, we are here two times a week, bringing you the latest thing about FIFA Ultimate Team. Today's show is powered by footcoaching.com, of course, and we are recording the one and only episode 437. Of course, this show is made possible by you, our listeners, viewers, and especially our Patreon supporters. So go check out patreon.com forward slash foot and review to see the amazing benefits a little donation can bring you. And a special shout out, of course, to our Skybox owners who are Reese, Amar, Daniel, Archum, and new to the crew is Nick. They support us in the maximum tier, and we are very much grateful for that. You get a coaching session for free, and of course, this special shout-out. We are releasing this podcast a little bit later because last week we suddenly had the news. We have a patch in July, and that patch has been released. The team at Foot Coaching has been playing that patch for a whole lot of games, and today, instead of going through the pitch notes and just guess how that things will work, we'll actually tell our experiences after being playing the game for a long time. So my name is John and I'll be your host today. And joining me is a familiar face, coach at Team Foot Coaching, all the way from Egypt. He's back. It's Amr. Hello. How's it going? Hello, my friend. It's good to see you. Thank you. It's... Our celebrations. Ah, uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's been, it's been some time. Uh, I, I can't say I envy you. I saw it was 40 degrees or something. Mm, yeah, it was uh, 40, 37. Yeah, you pick, you pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> it's 30 degrees here right now, and I'm sweating. Again. Mate, I envy you. So, yeah, if you look into the other podcast, the one with the red face is the Dutch boy who isn't though. very much used to 30 degrees. <laughs> you want to switch? <laughs> oh, well, you guys got echo at least. I, might, I think that's not uh, Still. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, uh, a show on a Wednesday instead of delivering it on a Monday because I did not expect the patch in July. And there's just one thing that's really bothering me about a show in July. You know what that is? What is? Well, maybe two things, honestly. <laughs> one is that we have to play exactly, actually all the way here and play intensively to know what's going on. And the second thing is it's also the same weekend as the FIFA E World Championship. Yeah. So say you've been practicing FIFA 22 for the last nine months, two days or one day before you actually have to start your finals. That's a brand new game. The game changes. That's a brand new game. <laughs> and it is, right? Uh, it's a very big patch. Uh, it, is. it is a big patch of content-wise. Like it has 3.5 gigabits of, of download, I think. Yeah, uh, but it's also a lot of changes. So yes. I think tonight of today we'll be discussing our experiences. We're just going to take the pitch notes. I, I'm going to say we're going to drop the content because I think we have plenty of talk about to talk about gameplay-wise. Content-wise, I just want to say one thing. I really don't like four-week promos. I'm so done with shapeshifters. Can't be bothered anymore. But that's it. Might be just me. It's just stretching a promo as much as they can and after some time it just become boring on you want to see a new theme you want to see new stuff just new cards not gonna cards. cut it yeah exactly uh cards that are actually not green um, purchasable on the market as well <laughs> yeah as well. 
Exactly. Um, so yeah, four week promos. I would say stop it, but I have a certain rumor that the new promo is going to be footies, yep. and it's going to be five weeks. And actually, I have another rumor for you. Uh, I'm not sure if it's credible or not, but there is a big, massive leak that um, starting next week, the rewards were not going to only be team of the season cards. It's going to be shapeshifters cards as well. Which is cool. I don't yeah. think that's... Uh, it's a, it's so a good that's one cool. if they manage to do it. Yeah. Generally speaking, though, uh, although I do find the four-week promos really boring, uh, the content itself, I think is still decent. We get SPCs every day. We got pretty cool players out. We got new icons out this week as well. Icons look pretty much affordable. We've said enough about icons if they're actually viable. Uh, so they make up your own mind about that. But generally speaking, it's still there. It's still being pushed. Yesterday, on the Tuesday, we actually got half content or no content. <laughs> yeah. Um, far less content. That got pushed on a Wednesday afternoon suddenly. So I think they forgot that. But it's a good thing they actually pushed it. Uh, Korea card is included in that. Yep. Uh, new upgrades, you can get a 93 plus rated shapeshifter card. Um, if you think you might be in luck, go at it. I'll stay away because um, no point. I, I don't care anymore. Uh, and I just want to talk gameplay because how do you like FIFA 22.9? Point or seven. a very early version of FIFA 23? <laughs> 22.7 because we are in July. To be honest, let me you? talk about, let me ask you first why in July? Well, let me put my 10 foils, 10 pounds foil hat and say, you know what? EA is about to launch the pre-order for the FIFA 23. And so let's fix FIFA 22. Let's show people some progress of what they were talking about. And if this is, was the actual way that they want to do this, they are really succeeding because this is a brand new game. This is a brand new field. We're, Everybody's excited, everybody's exploring, everybody's trying to do something new. And this is what the scene actually wanted. We just wanted something new, something that is not boring. That is definitely, it is not boring. Um, yeah, so just dive in. I think, yeah. how many games did you play on the new patch? Uh, I would say around 50 to 60 games. <laughs> Varies between. Okay, you rivals. did your own work. I played around yeah. 22, I think. Yeah, 22 matches now. Yeah, um, I started Which I still yesterday. Think it's still... <laughs> <laughs> so it's more than I would normally play in a week in July. Let's put it like this. Uh, yeah. So we got 80 games about around 80 games of experience when talking about this. And as always, of course, you need a little bit more time when everyone gets to just to actually um, say how this will settle down. But so far, we think we can get a little bit of explanation. I do agree with you that it is probably something to do with, hey, let's test it in FIFA 4 before 23. I really like it, but I do wish that they would set the timing back one more week. Yeah. I do think it's a pretty bad move. I don't even know if this is included in the FIFA eSports edition. If not, that's also weird. So it should be included, I think, because what I want to see this weekend when I watch the streams should be the same game it's representing exactly. when I start my own console. Um, if that is the case, if it is the same game, if it's the same version, I do think, really think it's a bad move to have the, well, to be, to need to adapt one day before you actually start. One day, the two days. I don't think there is a win-win situation in this. You can have it either ways, but I think timing itself was not the best, um, to say it lightly. No, definitely not. 
Oh yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. We have patch notes. Let's go into the well patch slash patch notes. It's both because they did quite an extensive list of what they changed, but also <coughs> with videos connected to it. So we'll link that in the uh, show description if you're not aware of it. It really shows for every single uh, change they made how it would look like, what the effect is, uh, and what the purpose is, why they would do it. So really well-written pitch notes, I have to say myself. Uh, shall we start at the top? Because they have yep. changes in um, attack and defense. We'll discuss one of the changes. I'll describe what it should do, and then we'll share experiences of how it actually feels. And in the end, we're going to have this little discussion if this increases or decreases the skill gap in my opinion, and if you think it is good or bad, you know. Are you ready? Oh, yep. Oh, he's re- you, you look ready at least. All right, let's go. Um, the first change is all about knuckleball shots. So the new patch introduces the following knuckleball shot change. Increases the likelihood of a knuckleball shot occurring when requesting a high-powered shot while the ball is, here it goes, 0.67 meters or... 2.2 feet from the place. At least they showed that they really tested this and found a good With this change, our goal is to increase the shot variety seen during gameplay in order to bring more authenticity to the act of shooting. Attributes don't affect whether a, bo- a knuckle shot will happen. The conditions for it are related to the aforementioned distance and shooting direction. The angle of the shot needs to be forward-facing, roughly in the direction of the ball carriers already looking towards and they show some cool animation. And a knockable shot for everyone that doesn't know is a high-powered shot, but actually the one that sort of bounces around in the air. It, fl- it fluctuates in its pattern. Uh, therefore, it is really hard for a goalkeeper to estimate the trajectory. Omar, have you seen this, used it, tested it? And what do you think? Yeah, I've seen it, uh, conceded goals because of it, scored a couple of goals with it. I liked it and I felt that a little bit of a cringe about it a little bit. It's okay. Let's talk about the good and the bad. Um, we used to have two type of shots, the finesse shots and the out of the boot shots. And we had two traits for that. Now with the knuckleball shot, we had, we added to our arsenal, the third type of shots. Now, the good thing about it is it adds variety to your attacking gameplay. You can shoot it, green time it, and I would say 90% it will go in. What I don't like about it is that I feel that the trajectory for the actual shot itself is a little bit too high. It reminds me if you guys like watch anime, Captain Tsubasa, he shot <laughs> balls up and then go down. This is how I feel about it. But it's a good solution or a good way to score. It looks good. Okay, um, I'm on the fence, to be honest. So I've scored a couple of screamers, but from distance, running in, take the shot, it goes, it got triggered, and you see the ball is flying around like this, yep. uh, like with, with effect. It feels extremely satisfying if you score that, because like, whoa, it looks the bad nice. thing about this is, like if you score, if you shoot it at a, at a corner and it's fast, it looks beautiful, you see the net curving around, it's like, ah. Oh, I saw an option, I think the option is a pretty cool goal. But then again, I've also scored this while shooting straight towards the middle, mm-hmm. and the goalkeeper just missed the ball. Yep. That feels horrific. Yes. That feels, if you concede that goal, 
it feels like yo I don't know what but I think I was just about to be able to block this ball my goalkeeper was in the right position and still went in yeah that feels off yeah I, it, I don't know it's, it's probably not influenced by short power or anything like that but it is that I'm like could also count as a sort of lucky to get this these things it's, it's more than it's more frustrating than luck because that, that's something that you cannot defend against that's something that you cannot do anything about so no, no matter what you did it's gonna go in yeah and that's I don't know I don't, I, I don't quite like that that's like that. so it's I, I yes options are good um, I don't like like I don't like it if it's if you could concede a goal without actually being able to do, do something about it. And yeah. the thing is, and I'll, I'll should be able to actually share that, I think, only if you're looking at the video podcast. But the, I think the big thing is when you see the examples of people shooting, one goes straight through the middle and it just bounces off, and the other one is just straight. It, it is pretty straightforward. Keeper yeah. should probably keep this. You expect the goalkeeper to hold this, but it just bounces off in the last way, and therefore... It looks pretty horrific. I don't know. It is... In the examples, they show two defenders being in front of it as well, and it just shoots straight between the defenders and it still goes in. I don't like that. So, it's cool it's in. I'd rather have it to be a move where I'm selecting a button to use it, or a modifier, so I can actually know when I'm mm-hmm. going to pull this off consistently. Um, and maybe some give, give, give players a like a knuckleball trade yeah um, and therefore then you can recognize a player that probably is able to do it yes. and then you can actually be able to defend it more easily this is I don't know if it's worth taking the shot or not I'm still on the fence about it because it doesn't always go in but when it does go in it either feels very satisfied if you do take it and it works but if you can see it, it feels so bad for me that I'm still on the fence with it but it do- does definitely the what the pitch note says it does actually do that so that's good it, it just I think the element of randomness when it comes to this particular shot that what that could cause problems from now on but it looks nice I cannot say anything about it yeah and I think the element of randomness is the old-fashioned discussion it is the same or it is an arcade yeah. if this is the same you also have randomness if this is an arcade you should not have randomness at all because it's a game ah, I guess it's fine we'll see how, if, if it's like this is something in, in three weeks now. If you only see people scoring these shots, no, it has to change. But to be honest uh, with you, if it's sometimes you, it's all right. Yeah, let's be positive about one 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 thing here. We've all encountered that player that is actually defending eleven in the box. Right now, I can shoot a knuckleball 30, 30 yards away, and he won't be able to do anything about it. So maybe that would yeah, that's true. That would cause like some kind of a balance in the way that we play the game. Yeah, so I did score goals against players that were dropping back very heavily. I could get a knockable and actually went in and suddenly the match broke open. So, uh, But then again, I still don't want to be dependent on it. Or mm-hmm. I want to use it as a weapon and know, okay, I got Pirlo. That's a trade. Let's try it with Pirlo now. And that makes those players with the trade perhaps more valuable to have at least one of them in your, um, in your team. Absolutely. So far, it's, I think it's all right, but it's something I will be mindful of if it's getting overused or getting too strong. Yeah. Talk about the new strong or too strong, maybe, maybe. Spoiler. 
A new skill move, the ball roll cut 180. There's a new skill move that has been added. They actually added a completely new skill move during the game cycle. Never seen that happen before. Anyways, the new ball roll cut 180 skill move can be performed by players with a 4 or 5 star skill move rating. It is intended to give players more options when moving with the ball in order to generate space in new situations. And that can potentially fool defenders. Spoiler, it will fool defenders. It's another tool that attackers can use to break down defenders, while also another consideration for defenders to plan for. Use how to perform the skill move on the default controls. Very important. Check this out. Remind yourself of it. But you just hold the L1 or the LB, depending on which console you are, and then flick the right stick to the opposite way you are facing. And then flick it a second time while still holding that. So basically, if you're moving from left to right, you hold the L1 or the LB button, and you flick your right stick twice to the left side. And it will turn around. Um, for video podcast listeners, we'll have an example on screen. But if not, it is actually the same thing that will happen when you flick your right stick to the other side twice. But it is really fast. So fast. <laughs> that was my initial response. This is really fast. Um, this is a skill move that's been overused, I think, a lot in the times I played these matches. Uh, I have been overusing it myself, maybe as well. <laughs> what is your first thought about the 180 ball roll cut? The first time that I actually tried it, I could not believe how quick this one was actually initiated. This is, this for me, this has changed the way I'm playing because the amount of stuff that I can do with, with a move like this, oh my God, one word that I can describe it is so sexy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I. So, again, one where I'm like on the fence about. When I read this last week, I was like, "Uh oh, this sounds uh, a lot like the drag backs we used to have." Yeah, exactly. Uh, where you just oh, drag back, drag back, drag back, or crab walks where you just went walking and nobody actually be able to touch you. Um, it's good they put it out after four or five star skill moves, so that's good. But the problem is introducing this in July means every player can basically do, do this. Exactly. The, there's a lot of central defenders that actually can pull this off. Exactly. Uh, and there again comes my issue with the timing. Sometimes it, I think it's good to have something fresh in July, knowing that the oh, every single player is a gold squad player with at least four star skill moves. You will see how ha- happen everywhere around the pitch. And I think using this in the box... So when you're around the box and the box is all covered, and what I tend to use is to try this at home, I would say, if you just turn around, you walk away from the box, then the defender might chase you, then you hold the L1 and you flick your right stick towards the box twice again, you will turn around and you might actually be able to cut off the defender and you'll be I did it. Really unpredictable, well, unpredictable so far, right? Uh, People will get used to it. I think if you get it into a system that you might expect this. But this is the intended situation, and I'm like, you know what? This is realistic, not really. I don't see many strikers trying this. But then again, it does create openings against those very boxed-in defenders. So personally, taking it that situation where your strikers are four or five-star skill moves, yeah, that's actually fine. Here comes my issue, Omar, is my midfielder's doing this. Is it feels a real, little bit more weirder, so I just now walk up with my midfielders until I see someone coming to me. Do it 
drag it back, hopefully drag a little bit of space out, do it again the other side up, and I'm basically doing this on the midfield. Yep. It, that feels unintended and gives me way too much options to just, I don't know, pass it around the field wherever. I want to hardly lose the ball in midfield. And, and the fact that I can do this with my center defenders now as well creates many openings. It feels very um, like normally I'd say cutting passing is a very important thing of the game if every player can do this move cutting passing lanes is sort of sense doesn't make sense it will only track your defense out of, of position this move will also allow will if you play three at the back this will could split up a three at the back real easy but if you have four to three one you just box in six players and you don't step out yourself this box this move doesn't do anything for you so the disadvantage of this move could also be that everyone's just going to play way more defensive on the back line, afraid of being 180 or all cuts. <laughs> it's true, but I think the way that we look at this particular skill move, we have to um, slice the actual pitch to three parts, mid and attack and defense. Let's not, let's not talk about using this in defense because we only do that just for as a build-up. But in the midfield, you actually use that to open new passing lanes for yourself. Passing lanes that you could not actually anticipate before. When I'm defending against something like that, as you said, I don't think there will be a lot of options or a lot of... Um, there is no point of uh, closing pass lanes because th those pass lanes change by the second. So there is, not, there, is no, there is no point of doing that. But if we're talking about attacking... There is a lot of dead angles that you can use this particular skill move, and that will open a lot of things for you. Um, so for everyone that is complaining about the auto blocks and the way that people are aligning, use that skill move. Pressing. Exactly. Use that skill move, and trust me, you'll have a lot of good things coming to you. So I don't look at it as bad thing or a good thing. To be honest with you, it's a neutral that we could use to make the game a little bit, a little bit enjoyable for us. Yeah, and I'm afraid that it is so good, especially this game, and I already see it myself, we'll talk about this in the end, that it might just influence no more pressing, uh, because hey, if they press and you turn suddenly the other way and you turn back again and you're done, the whole press didn't make sense and you're fully <laughs> You're out of the game. Um, yeah, I am afraid people will stay back even lower because if you start to cut postulate and someone knows this, it's actually pretty much useless so far to cut postulate. It could also lead to a unwanted circumstance that everyone just can't like drop back and just holds everyone together and making sure you can't even make this move. And or when you do it, move does actually make sense. And that's where I'm afraid. And this is where the knuckleballs comes in. I uh, not quite sure because then you still have to build up all the way. It, it, I think it this could create if you have two players that do this and don't drop back, it creates much more entertainment and much more fun playing a much higher tempo. If you play against an opponent that's worse than you and doesn't know or can't anticipate this, it will lead to a very boring passing around match where they might actually be leaning on a counter attack and that knuckleball you can't do consistently. Sure. So you what you will do is probably not take the yeah, it's, I, I, you, you probably might get countered. I can see a drop-back counter meta existing out of this. 
but I have to do one thing though. It, it's pretty hard to find a consistent effect of this pot of this patch because of the fact that the players that are currently playing are not your um, run-of-the-mill players. They just yeah. players that are either die-hard fanatics, just do this as a really big hobby of theirs, or they are the good players that are still playing. There is no thing in between the real casual, so to speak, probably the people that don't even listen to this podcast, won't be playing this, so I don't, it's really hard to put the effects into perspective of what it actually will mean, for example, as a start of FIFA 23, when not everyone even has a four or five star skill moves mm. to begin with. Um, so I'm going to give that part of the doubt, but I am very much inclined to predict, let's put it like this, that in a month from now, when footage is halfway through, you will see either a very attacking open match with everyone using skill moves and dribbling, and taking fun shots, or you'll play opponents, especially in a weaker league, where if rewards, like you said, are becoming better, where everyone's just dropping back and just saying, you know what, I'm just going to go for a counter attack because it's easier and I'm going to let myself get tricked, and I'm definitely not going to give you a chance to take a full shot in because I already have six men in front of me. You won't even get through, but most I think, likely. I think there is a lot, of, a lot in this particular patch, and even stuff that is not treated in the patch, that could help in your prediction to resolve that thing. Um, if we look at it that the way that you just described it, absolutely yes, this could be a horrendous way of playing the game. Everybody would be back, no one would close passing lane, just stay put. But <laughs> we'll talk later on on the new stuff that has been added to the game without anyone noticing. And I think this might be the one that causes the change. All right, let's dive into those because I think the next thing is very important in all these aspects. That's all about shot blocking. The new patch has two different, uh, made two difference to blocking. And uh, the first one is they significantly reduce the reach of attempted shot blocks by A controlled players. I think we can both say that's perfect. If you're not selecting a defender, you should not be able to block it that easily. Absolutely. And I'm saying that easily because it was easily done. Yeah. Made people not select the center defenders, for yes. example. But I have to say, once again, I see people saying, if you're not selected player, you should not even be able to block it. I full-heartedly disagree because in, no matter what happens, this cannot be made into a game where the player that's fastest in player switching is always going to be the player that wins. Absolutely. And that you can't have matches where it's just going to end up 9-7 yeah. because I was one or two times too slow with switching to my defender. Yes. So outer blocks should still be included. Reducing the fact the reach of those outer blocks, perfect change. Yeah. Yes. So far for me, honestly, I think my first experience on this is this is great. It is, and in the same time, I need some time to be to be able to tell you if it's actually as they advertise that it will be or not. Because from what I've tried um, since yesterday and today, I can see it. It's just that I don't think it's that effective yet but again that could change in the next couple of days due to servers lags the way that we actually perceive the game and the amount of games that we play so i'm not gonna say it's working or not right now i'm saying that i can see improvement but it's not that big okay i feel it's a, it's a different but i think I do want to emphasize the fact that I don't want outblocks to be completely gone as well. So yeah. just putting that there. The second change is slightly reduce the reach of attempted shot blocks 
by human controlled players. So if you are selecting the defender in front of it and they take a shot, the player by just selecting the player would still very often block the boom. They slightly reduce the reach, they said. Meaning that if you take a shot and you select the defender, there's still the biggest chance you actually be able to block it now is by selecting that player, but the reach is reduced so it doesn't make those weird flying tackles. Uh, I think that's the only way. Like sometimes you have clips where we see Virgil van Dijk raising his leg up to his <laughs> to his nose, yeah. bending it. I think those are gone. I think that was the intention here. Get rid of those. But can I give you a, a little bit of a tip um, about this? Sure. It's not only shooting. It's all, as well passing. I, I've seen yeah. that multiple times uh, when I'm trying to do a pass and uh, and my opponent is controlling the player raising his leg, trying to actually cut the ball, and he couldn't. So that, again, changed the attacking game itself. But, yeah, that's... Yeah, base, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think basically the change was intended to make sure you could take a shot from everywhere. And, as like, if people do stack six people in the box, it will not always get blocked. Yeah, But if exactly. you do select a correct player, the chance you block is actually a bit higher. Uh, so it increases the options you have in attack and it increases the skill gap to defend. Yep, true, very much true. Uh, and I think that can only be very much cheered upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, brand new game. So you were, you said before, right, and there might be a difference when you go further in the patch note about blocking or being ultra-defensive. This might be one of those changes where like, yeah, even if I do have six in the box, yeah, you're right. Probably not worth it. So. Yeah, it wouldn't make any difference if they are not like sticking out their legs. Yeah, although uh, so far the way I defend, I select the right player, and it still <laughs> helps if I have players next to me that should be able to deflect it. So, yeah, um, John, you're immortal. I'm talking about. I'm inclined to say this one does not. Yeah, so I think it's it's a good change on paper. I've not noticed that much. If yeah. For now, I would say I agree with you. Um, it's not a big of a change, but we'll have to keep an eye on this one and see how this will go in the next couple of days. It's also different when you all have 97 or 98 rated defenders, right? Yeah, it's true. Uh, they've got 99 blocking, 99 defensive well, awareness, 99 tackling. Actually, yeah, even on autopilot, it's probably... You know what? Actually, now now you mention it. I, I was just playing squad battles and I was killing myself uh, playing with Saudi League's team. And of course, Saudi League's team have <laughs> silvers and bronze. And I can actually feel the change on how they defend. Um, silver players that, that have very low stats, they don't track, they don't even raise the legs trying to block. So I think there is a change. Maybe we won't see, we won't feel it because we're playing with 97, 98 players, but there is a change. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I think we both agree it's a good change, right? It is, absolutely. All right. Then FIFA 17 returns, Omar, because low-driven shots. Oh, I love this one. Sort of returned. So they greatly increased the accuracy of, and this is an important one because I see people loading up their shots, but they greatly increased the accuracy of low and mid-powered low-driven shots. Low-driven, or both triggers, or but buttons, I, I one R1, I don't know. I, yeah, R1, L1. Shoulder things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> take a shot, but don't load it fully. 
then it's actually been increased. So they said, we've noticed that low-driven shots are little underused since their accuracy did not always have the same consistency as other types of shots. So we've adjusted the accuracy on low and mid-power scenarios. We're anticipating it to see about a 17.5% increase in accuracy for these types of low-driven shots when the shot takers are not under any significant pressure. Um, our intent is here to provide players with additional goal scoring options in one versus one and other scenarios. Here's a sample of how they show some examples. And if you look at the examples, yes, low driven shots are currently not worth, not worth actually taking, I think, even. I'd rather just power it up to finesse shot, screen time it, or don't take that shot. Um, and now it looks like it's actually viable. So they say now there are more shooting lines than before. Um, and the overall studying the shot grouping is tighter, more accurate, potentially challenging the keeper more so than often. Low-driven shots, what do you think, my friend? So, uh, I scored 13 low-driven goals so far, and we'll have always to put in consideration multiple things when you're taking that shot. First of all, are you shooting with the strong foot? Because if you're shooting with your weak foot and you have a four-star skills, so a four-star weak foot, don't take it. This is not going to go in. Um, if you're shooting that across the goal from right to left or from left to right, make sure that you're using the strong foot. It's viable. It's not overpowered. And this is what I like about it. It's an option. But not every single shot will be like this because there, there are goalkeepers that will block this. If you are under pressure, you won't be able to pull that, pull that through. And I, I really love this aspect of the game. Um, I tend to agree with everything you said. So um, there's been another change, I think, but I'm, I don't see it actually in this one. But I think uh, the finesse shot has been changed slightly. Ooh, one yes. one scenarios, it's been more accurate. Yeah. I've been trying the low-driven shots and the finesse shots when one-on-one on the goalkeeper. I 100% prefer the finesse shots, and I would always say, I will do a ball roll and I'll do a finesse shot in the other corner. And it's my probably to-go move. Uh, when a one-on-one on a goalkeeper, but I green time those finish shots as well. Um, what I found with these shots, if you low power them, it's like if you're around the box, corners or fumbles, crowded areas, and you turn around, for example, after doing 180 cutback, and then you trigger him, a goalkeeper might actually not be fast enough to get near him. Yep. So it sort of rolls in the, in the corner. Okay, that was actually a cool, pretty cool move. I think that's good, but the old-fashioned one-on-one in FIFA 17 where you just run in 45-degree angles and always goes in, I think that's not that's still not there, and I don't even know if that should be there. Um, I think so far I don't won't see myself using it too often, but it's good to have this option, and this feels a lot better option than, for example, the knockable, because you decide when to do it or not. It's... It is there, the, the cross, the goal shot, 45 degree, it is there, but it's not like FIFA 17 there that every shot you know that this is a goal, thick goal. It's not like that anymore. And also with that change, we have some new meta that we could talk about is do our goalkeepers need to have save with the feet rate? Because I've played against David De Gea and he literally saved every single one of those because of his stupid Yeah, it kind of depends on the uh, the rate it's going, but I do think uh, save with feet 
didn't actually matter at all. Uh, FIFA 17 was definitely more important, right? Yeah. Uh, and I have noticed that as well, that I think if you have Rush out of goal, for example, Malishon or Safe with Feet with the Gea, uh, those things could actually be really useful. And if you have the option to select goalies anyways now, would never hurt trying that. Because I do think it's more viable if your goalkeeper is actually able to reach out with his leg now. Exactly. Because it's always faster to go down with your leg than yes, it is with the Yes, absolutely. So that's definitely a good remark. If you have the option, switch to that. I, I use Alisson. Uh, Alisson is rushed at goal, so if I press the Y or the triangle button, it actually starts rushing out and he's fast on the ground and he's really fast. He's a fast goalkeeper. I think basically makes him go to the ground faster, enabling the same sort of effect. Uh, but if you have any other goalkeeper, I think the the long goalkeepers with not, uh, uh, not do well. have the trait safe with feet, who don't have the safe with feet, I would actually stay away from them. Yes, absolutely. Because I think it takes way too long actually for them to reach the corner. If you actually take a look on the bigger scheme of things is for every single one that is having problems uh, with the auto blocks, with a player raising the legs, now you can shoot it road driven inside the box and whoever raised the legs, thank you very much, you you helped me score a goal. So it's in a way in the bigger scheme of things, it's it's balancing balancing the, the whole things. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and I, generally speaking, I really like the changes uh, so far because I've always been an advocate of not using the CDMs to just run around in the yes. fence, but use yes. this. That's why we teach at foot coaching to yep. just send the defender in front of the player, focus on your switching, and uh, we'll talk about the next one shortly. Uh, be able to actually tackle yourself is very advanced if you do know how to do it. This change makes it so, combined with the fact that the shots are now available, that you will have to. Uh, be able to s- select the right defender and be able to defend more properly. So defending as skill gap is becoming bigger, I think. Yep. Yep. Therefore, I also think attacking can be made more fun because um, you right are not, a skill move could be now more effective. Different shots can now be more effective. Um, that is also why I think even my biggest worry is if defending gets more manual and you can get a, a defending is harder to two, for example, three at the back, right? I think one of the reasons three at the back currently is so strong, you have two CDMs in front of it, and there's always someone blocking the shot. That's gone. Mm. Three at the back and two in front of it can always still be stronger, or is now still strong, if you know how to use those players yes. manually. And we'll talk about this in a moment. Use the tackle button properly. But what I can see happening is that people don't adapt to that way very very soon, and we'll just make sure there's enough bodies in the box. Um which will block less, will definitely tackle less, but still there's a lot of bodies in the box. So there's still a big chance of deflection. That's my that's my risk. So if you're not good enough to catch up with this new skill gap, you will refer back to just dropping back. Dropping back, that's possible, starts. absolutely. In attacking ways, I think it's very much viable to take a skill move once you're on one-on-one with the, with the defender. If the player is not even selecting that same defender, you're true, right? You just have to look, oh, he's not selecting that. Okay, I'll make a skill move and I'm gone. And then you have one-on-one, you have a better chance of actually going in. So I think that's a very good good way of having more attacking options available. Um, then again, if people just drop back so low and make sure the box is all cramped up, you can make skill as what you want, but then you should be fully reliant on a knockable to get some type of shot in where I think you won't be able to pull that off because you can't trigger that effect efficiently all the time. 
and that's where I'm afraid of that if people get good at so defending and attacking this is actually really cool and this is the way it should be but there's always the players that can't catch up which is totally fine and they might just drop back and just hold the ball and pass around and make sure you won't get the ball and hope for one counter that's a possibility that's definitely a possibility that would be like and I think the, the biggest chance is when FIFA 23 hits and this is the this is how it is then we'll see the big difference in stats and how it actually matters yeah. currently I think when you now would go up the ranks the new season starts there might be a lot of dropbacks people that are unable to adapt to this um, on a foot coaching perspective <laughs> but for like this I think it's very good time it we've said it's like two weeks ago summer is perfect for training summer just became I don't know what's better than perfect like the dream for coaches now <laughs> yeah because now the summer is the perfect time to, def to practice on your defense and perfect time to focus on your attack because if you now can get good at it when everyone's so good and everyone's working on it FIFA 23 you hit the ground running if you are yeah learn the defense also Courtois is probably the worst goalkeeper to have no. oh Courtois is probably the, the worst goalkeeper to have in the team now no shame save with feet and really shame tall. on you he's good so we'll see <laughs> all right Tackling distance, um, like with blocking changes, they significantly decrease the range required for a defender to attempt a tackle without being requested to do so. So like with the short blocking changes, this change is intended to promote a more active and hands-on on attacker versus defender experience. But this change will be largely noticeable in but not limited to situation in which attackers take on AI control defenders and when defenders are playing so if you do not select I know it's a lot of words but if you do not select center defender and your opponent is running towards you your player will actually not be able to tackle it or not easily be able to, to tackle it without you selecting that player and pressing freaking tackle button yourself yep. if you press the tackle button and they run past you, you mistime it, you're done. But I think this is the one versus one situations we were hoping for. This increased defending skill gap. This will make sure there's more pressure on the opponent to not just do the silly tricks, but actually try to beat an a defender in this. Um, and holding the jockey button, waiting back to just let people run into you, is no longer viable. Because even if you do select a player now, it's what I've noticed, if you do select a player, people run into you, but you do not use the proper the tackle button itself, they can still sort of glitch or slide next to you exactly. or get through you. Yes. So you have to select the right player, you have to time you have to hold the jockey button and you have to time the tackle perfectly. And if you do that, you get the ball of someone, it's an amazing experience. It feels terrific to be able to defend like this. Yes. But it will will definitely require some a lot of backs. Yeah, uh, definitely everything you said is absolutely correct. And again, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to go back to the bigger scheme of thing is we are afraid that people will drop back. But word of advice, if you're going to drop back, select the right defender. Because if your opponent did one skill move and you're not selecting the defender in front of him, he will go through. So yeah. I see this is a really good change and it helped the balance of the games a lot I think this is terrific but it, 
Okay, generally speaking, about all the dispatch, I think everyone, everything is in here is great. Uh, I think the skill move will have to see how that fares. Um, I might not be, uh, I might not be a bad idea to change it to five star skill. Ooh, end, finally. Honestly. I'm sure. Because if you make that five star skills move only, you know there's going to be a lot of defenders or midfielders that don't have it, and it will actually make potentially some midfielders that are currently not played because, for example, they're a little bit too slow. Hmm. They would still be viable because they have the five star skill move and can pull this move up, which creates some more passing options. So you yep. can actually use a player that's the former maestro player, so to speak. They could be viable to give them just a five-star skill moves to be able to do this move, create space for your midfield, pass the ball around. This makes Perlo, I've been using Perlo today, actually a pretty cool player because he can do this anyways. And he has a great passing, but he's not fast. But he can at least create space from the opponents mm. for my for my build-up. Uh, so make it five-star skill moves, I would say. Then way we won't see it everywhere around the pitch. Uh, and it can be used tactically. But generally speaking, I like it. The knockerball, I'm like, not quite sure when I pull it off at school, when I concede it, it really sucks sometimes, especially when it goes through that to the center and it feels like it's a bug, right? Mm. Um, but, okay, given the option, I don't mind. Increasing the finesse on one versus one, I'm a very big, I'm happy with that. As, as Same with the uh, low-driven shots. I think it's perfect to get them back into the... the to the game the scene but yeah. not overpowering them I think they feel pretty cool now right yes yes, yes absolutely. Um, this will increase the skill gap for everyone attacking is becoming more of a skill I think but it will feel at start because people are not used to defending to see defending as a big mm. skill mm-hmm. it will feel like attacking is becoming too strong but I would urge everyone to practice on the defending and of course at foot coaching will we always keep practicing on we have master class on you name it but I think using the next two, three weeks to just practice defending, select the right player, practicing the timing on the tackle button, hold the tackle button for a launch, stuff like that can actually increase your chances to start FIFA 23 off. So far, I really like it. I would request some little tuning. Like I said, skill move, please just make it five-star and let me call for a knuckleball myself, for example. Let me be able to pull it off whenever I want to pull it off. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm deeply happy. I'm really happy with this change. It is, uh, and the fact they just here's here's a new game. It's exciting. It's something new. Yeah, yeah. It's not exciting for coaches that already have a lot of work. Like, <laughs> oh, now we have to relearn the game, which makes us play 80 games in two days. But or now uh, I say us. You did most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Look at it this way. We are coaches. Yeah, but at the end of the day. We were gamers one day, so we played this. We started this for fun, so I, it, it didn't bother me to play that much because, at the end of the day, I was playing something new. I was just experiencing something new. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's also a really cool experience just starting FIFA 22 and feeling like it's a new game. Yeah, absolutely. 22.7. Um, and yeah, I mean, in the com- yeah, in the coming two weeks, we'll feel uh, when the meta settles down. I think we'll feel strong. Um, Increasing skill up, I think it's all good. What would your advice be now for players that are now struggling with defense? With defense? 
Okay, so I would say yeah, yeah, yeah. I think defense is going to be the most yeah, most probably commonly. Um, Conceding goals is going to be an issue. I think just everybody just focus on your player switching. Make sure that you do that correctly. Make sure that you're always in front of the ball. Don't chase the ball. That's the only thing that I can ask from every single one. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, if you're really really struggling. Just go four, two, three, one, narrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it here. I think it's not a fun formation or anything like this, but it's so stable and it will give you a couple of options to practice defense before they actually hit your goal. And even if they hit your goal, the chance you'll switch to someone able to block it is still big. So if you're now leaking goals and you're really tired with this new patch, I would go four, two, three, one, narrow. Um, don't do anything weird with instructions or anything, but I would go with that setup. If you're playing a 3-5-2 and now suddenly it feels like nothing's working anymore, it's probably to do with the way you uh, defend. So make sure you take the right defender, like you said. But there's one thing that's really bothering me about this whole patch and never been mentioned, Tommy. Which is? The step over, speed boost. Oh, yeah. That's back. It's 100% it's back. It's never yes. been mentioned, but step overs are back. Um, I don't know if it's, that's an accident or not. I think it might have some... It, I don't know, or suddenly someone, everyone keeps starts doing it, but it feels very effective. It might also feel very effective because when I sprint out of it and the opponent has not selected the right defender, I'm actually running straight past them. Yeah, you're gone. Uh, so I'll have to give it a little bit more time, but it, it feels a bit weird. It feels a bit off, and I know chaining skill moves is something of the past. But actually, when I do a 180 cut back into a ball roll, cut back back into a sprint boost with L1, which Actually, sounds really complicated, but even a 37-year-old like myself can pull this off. <laughs> it feels really strong currently, and I'm yeah. suddenly one-on-one on goalkeepers against players with six men in the box. But what happened there? They, it they feels like I suddenly became a pro against some of these guys now. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, we might see some... Like I'm really curious about this FIFA E-World Championship this weekend, which you probably should check out if you're interested in FIFA or high level. Because we'll either see people being very, very careful or relying on their old-fashioned FIFA 22 ways or people just saying, you know what, this is my time. People aren't getting used to this yet. Let me try and change these skill moves into some 180s cutbacks. Uh, combine that with a short uh, driven shot when I'm one-on-one yep. and a surprise everyone. I would sincerely think we don't see much 352 this weekend if people are now practicing on this. Though, Most probably we Which won't. I do think of bit of a shame yeah most probably we won't because um not a lot of people will be able to adjust to the to this change so the safe thing to do is four in the back four three two one or four yeah. three yeah i i think those pressing formation four three two one they're very good if you're very good in attacking but i do think with the new skill moves it's actually pretty easy to to get some space and cutting over. I think that's the biggest change. I couldn't change direction too fast. Yes. To create some space. Now I can. So if you're now pressing me, I wouldn't even. I wasn't even bothered when you did the first time. But if you're now pressing me, I'm gonna make sure I walk into space. Then I'm gonna tap it back to the area that is fully available, and I'll probably count to you. Well, oh, I tried to look at it this course. way. Uh, pros and good players used to have to used to do uh, stop and turn and then cancel to go back quickly. Now they don't have to do that. They just need to use the new skill move and then chain it with elastical, reverse elastical, and boom, you're at the goalkeeper and then you're scoring. So 
<laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's uh, Alright, so for everyone at home, go practice your defense. Go practice that skill move, by the way, but it's really easy. Once again, hold the L1 or LB button and tap the right stick twice to the side. You are not moving towards, so backside, basically. And it does it. Needs four or five star skill moves. Pretty easy to do. Practice your low driven shots. Hold L1, hold L R1, hold LB or RB, and take the shot. Don't power it up all the way. Just make it a quick shot. These goals are these shots are very quick to do. And one on one, keep practicing those green time finesse because I do think they're still very much efficient and just became a little bit more efficient. I think yes, uh, they I'm are. I'm going to advise people. To, yeah, I'm not going to advise people <laughs> to do ball rolls. Although if you can and already know how to do it, well. Feel free to just keep using them because I do think they just became a little bit more stronger. Overall, Omar, um, I love if it. you would give one to five stars about this patch. I would give it a four because there is still a lot of um, unknowns stuff that we need to dig a little bit deeper. But the one thing that I love the most is now we have varieties that we can use. Defense, offense. So it's good. It's refreshing. Brilliant. You know what's also refreshing? Yep. Checking out our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash foot in review because we are doing a lot of fun stuff. Absolutely. Including. Nah, I'm not going to spoil the surprise. You'll just keep your eyes out on your podcast feed and you'll see it appear very soon. Uh, but yeah, we can only do these kinds of fun things because of your support. So check out patreon.com forward slash foot in review. And of course, we are going to give away one of the new foot coaching pro clubs esports jerseys they are now become available check out our social media at foot coaching foot and review see it everywhere you can find the new jersey it is real it's not only in game it's actually jersey you can properly wear i'm going to give one away to our patrons this month so if you still join in july and the end of july we are going to give someone one of those jerseys and that's it go practice go enjoy FIFA 22 in the middle of the summer in 30 degrees but hey <laughs> I would not actually think I'd be saying that uh, uh, two weeks ago so that's pretty cool so uh, a little bit of an apology for the late release of the podcast but we wanted to add as much value as possible and not only read patch notes and think about how it would be we would really want to make sure you can work on what has been released so that's why Amar where can people find you my friend um, they can always find me on Twitter at Maru Remy um, and most of the other social medias at Ambrasi. Brilliant. And you can find, of course, everything we do at all websites, footcoaching.com, footcoaching on social media and foot and review on social media. You'll find us anywhere. You know where to find us because you're listening to us. Thank you so much for listening to this. This Friday, Daniel will return for the normal show, probably about footies. Let's see how many weeks of footies we get. If you like gameplay shows like this, let us know as well so we could be maybe be more specific next time. For now, there is just one thing left to do, and that is is to drop it. Drop it. Drop it. That was a good one. Drop it.